We're back, babies. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of India and Stuff, where we go over all the stuff, you know, that's in our lives. So today I'm coming to you freshly showered. I went to the gym. I did my 12 I have my water that I'm trying really, really hard to drink enough of. I'll have to go on a tangent on a different day. I've just been severely dehydrated my whole life and I really struggle with drinking water. I just do. It's not, and I have like, my friend bought me this Stanley, gifted it to me, which was so kind of her. And it does help, but it's still just like, why could I, why drink water when I could just drink coffee and alcohol? I don't know. I don't know. I'm working on it. It's one of my New Year's resolutions, 2024, trying to drink more water. Yeah, I just showered. I'm fighting off some acne still. So I put all my serums on. My hair's all slicked back and it's a little microfiber scrunchy. Looking kind of Mennonite-ish, but it's fantastic. I'm in my jam jams, love. And we're just going to have a little chat. Just going to have a little chitty chat today. So if you are listening, thanks for listening. If you're watching, so sorry, but it's all good. <laughs> I just also want to present more an, more of an honest picture of life. I think we're all kind of past this whole full face of makeup all the time situation. Just take your bra off and put a sweatsuit on, Karen. Just like be yourself. Come on. So we're here. So let's dive in. So it's funny because I wanted to talk about just kind of a life update and a more honest look at Ian and I's marriage of the last couple of years. Um, and the whole kind of theme for this episode that I was thinking of was like, we know nothing. If anyone has seen um, The Pink Panther with Steve Martin, I feel like that's like American family's favorite movie. Uh, if you grew up in the 90s, that's like your family's staple movie. But he's like, allow me to get you up to speed. We know nothing. You are now up to speed. I feel like that is literally the voice of how you should all be saying this title of this episode is we know nothing. But anyway, I love social media in a weird kind of way. I hate it. I love it. We're all there. But I genuinely really enjoy Instagram. I'm a visual person. So I've enjoyed sharing a lot of my photos, a lot of my life story in a way on my Instagram. By the way, if you don't follow that, it's India Jade Photo Babies. Follow it up. Uh, that's my professional. I should correct that. That is my professional Instagram. My more personal one is India and stuff. And I say that to say that over the last couple years, I've kind of used my professional photography account to share a lot of our life memories, things that happen, trips we go on, little funny stories when I can. And a couple months ago, I decided to make my private one a little more of that kind of and stuff content, the stuff that I want to talk about more that's more personal, that doesn't really belong on my photo page, but sharing it in such a way that I can remember um, what the Lord has brought us through and the crazy stuff that life has had and the ways we've kind of navigated it. So I don't know if anyone else feels that way too, that like since the introduction of social media, it's kind of hard to like remember things. I've never been like really dedicated at writing down in a journal, like my thoughts and my life experience. I've had spats where I do that, but 
I really genuinely feel like social media is like my digital diary. And I know that's not always the best way to look at it, but I love going back through my story archives and being like, oh my gosh, we went there. That's right. Or like, oh, that's the weird weekend where this happened and that. Oh my goodness. I can't believe we were like homeless, whatever. It's just fun to like look back through and be like, wow, like God brought us to that. Praise the Lord. Amazing. So I kind of want this vlog to be the same, this podcast, this show, whatever I'm calling this. I kind of want that to be also a, an option to like look back on our lives in a few years and be like, wow, like this is what happened. So I want to document it. I also want to share some of those things that you just don't see me post on social media because like I like you can't really, you know, put that out there. Um, some things are still private. I'm not going to spill all my secrets, um, but it's fun to like unpack a few extra things with you guys. So let us dive in. I was thinking specifically about how we've been married for three years and just the sheer amount of craziness in our marriage has brought us from, you know, newlyweds to this point in time now where we both work for ourselves. And I feel like a lot of people are always like, how do you do that? Are you guys making money? Are you okay? Should we get you on food stamps? Like, what's the vibe? Um, so the answer is yes, we're okay. We're, we're okay. And that's because of Jesus. And I'll unpack in a sec. Um, but realistically, there's a lot of stuff that kind of brought us to the, to the position that we are in now of, holy crap, we're married and we have like no money to, oh, three years down the line, we're married and we still have no money, but our businesses are going better. <laughs> So, yeah. So, let's backtrack. Basically, we got married in the middle of a pandemic. Fantastic time to get married. We got engaged March of 2020. Also a great time to get engaged. And then we're like, mm, how long is this pandemic going to last? Should we try to just do this the safest way we can? Should we wait for COVID to end? Who knows? So, we chose to do it I think seven months later in November, is that seven months? I don't really know. We had a shortish engagement um, and we we're like, okay, cool. We're getting married. I'll do a whole episode on our wedding sometime. That'd be fun. Um, but we got married. It was great. And then with like, we went on our honeymoon. The day we get back from our honeymoon, Ian finds out he, he starts his new job. He had been kind of going through some unemployment vibes during our engagement. Not kind of, definitely. <laughs> Because he is in film and had just moved back from Los Angeles to Ohio and was getting hired out by all these companies to do film work. And then, of course, with the pandemic, all the in-person film stuff is shut down. So that was a very scary time. And he was like, I don't have much film work right now. Like, this is not great. I'm unemployed. At the time, I was working for a nonprofit based in Pittsburgh, and I was living in Pittsburgh when we got engaged. So COVID happens. I come back for a weekend, get engaged, and then basically stay at Ian's parents' house and live in their guest room. And so he's in the bottom part of their house saving money, and I'm at the top part of their house saving money and we're like, we kind of live with your parents right now. So <clears throat> shout out to Lon and Paula, by the way. They're awesome. Um, it was just like kind of a strange vibe, though, to be 
on these paths of like he was just in LA I was just in Pittsburgh we were doing our jobs and then boom like we're completely displaced from the places we were living kind of in a new place but also navigating being engaged and getting ready for a wedding and COVID and it was it was crazy. I lost my hair. I have alopecia. I found out I had alopecia because of all of this. It was crazy. So anyway, he's applying for new jobs. He finally gets one with Miami University of Ohio, which is where he graduated college from. So he was like, yes, I'll be in the marketing team. I'll be working in film. Amazing. So we go have our wedding, honeymoon, come back. Boom. He starts his job. And they're like, we need you down here in Oxford, Ohio, which is two hours away from the apartment we had. Um, So he was waking up at five in the morning and driving down to Oxford, Ohio. So we're like, this is not going to work for very long. So we start looking for places to live down there. And because we're ambitious, we're like, we could get an apartment and live on campus with all these loud, rowdy you know, party animal college students, like Miami is apparently like the number one party school next to maybe Ohio University. So we're like, we could do that or we could look for a house. So we start looking for a house. We find one. We get it. Amazing. And so within the first month of us getting married, we now close on a house, pack up our bags and move down to greater Cincinnati area. So we're there for a year total. But while we're there, I'm having like the worst year of my life. And it's not because of Ian. <laughs> I always have to preface that because I feel like when it's your first year of marriage, a lot of people are like, oh, that's a rough one. And I'm like, it was, but it was not because of marriage. It was because of mental health. And my mental health was tanking. No bueno. Not a good year. I could go into that a little bit more. But basically, I was having really, really intense, consistent panic attacks. I couldn't, it was to a weird place where I couldn't like have no stimulation. Like when I showered or got ready for bed, like in those quiet cracks of the day where you're like, oh, let me have some peace and quiet or let me just like exist. Um, I had to have like stimulation. I had to have TV on or a podcast going or something. Otherwise I would just really like, you know, not, it was not good guys. It was not good. <laughs> really tank. So I started therapy that summer. <laughs> Yay. Um, but also it was just like wacky. I don't know if something spiritual was going on in that house or what. I did find out, tangent, one of our neighbors who was a little creepy gave us some like kale. He was like, I just had all this kale grow in my backyard. Would you like some? And he gave, he doesn't have an accent. I don't know why I did that. And he gave me this kale and said something about someone dying in that house dying and he was like yeah blah 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 they died and I I was like what um so someone died in our house and I I literally I believe in spiritual warfare I'm like was there something going on anyway I did really like that house overall the layout the vibe the hardwood floors I miss those hardwood floors the vintage oven so cute anyway we're going through that year I am still working for the nonprofit in Pittsburgh. I am being asked to drive out to Pittsburgh once a month, which wasn't terrible, but it was five hours one way and just like not very sustainable in the long term. Ian's going into the office. We're trying to save our dimes. We're shopping at Aldi like always. And we're like, okay, I still do wedding photography on top of my 40 hour a week job. Ian's doing his 40 hour a week job. 
every other weekend we're coming back to Columbus, which is a two hour drive because we've got family kind of all in this area, friends here, and I have weddings here. So we're like, at some point we gotta, we gotta figure this out. So one Saturday, one weekend rolls around um, in November. So at this point we've been married for one full year and we go up for the weekend in Columbus and we're like, let's go to our church that we like to go to that, you know, Ian was kind of a part of. And so we go, we sit with our friends. It's a great sermon series. And afterwards our friends are like, Haha, you should move back to Columbus. And we were like, we should, we should. And then literally this all happened in the same day. We go from church to Fox in the Snow to grab a cup of coffee. We pull up Zillow and we're like, he he he, let's just check. We open up Zillow and find this really cool, unique house. And we're like, that's kind of funky. What if we just like tour it? So we click the little request a tour button and call the agent. And she was like, yeah, I could like meet you there in an hour. An hour. So we're like, this little silly little dream just became like something we're doing. So let's just like go see it. This is not commitment level. This is just like, let's just be goofballs. Let's go see this house. So we go and tour it. Hint, hint, it's the house I'm sitting in right now. (laughs) And we really liked it. We were like, this is weird and quirky and kind of our style, but kind of not really. And it's very spacious and we could, we could see ourselves living here. Like, do we want to do this? So we talk about it, pray about it, put an offer in $14,000 under asking. And we're like, you know, if it's God, it will happen. $14,000 under asking is like unheard of. And this was in the end of 2021. So this was before the Columbus real estate kind of skyrocketed. So again, praise the Lord for that. We're like, you know, this is a crazy offer. They will totally turn this down. But if it's what we need to have, then they will accept it. Guys, it was so crazy. Okay, so it's so fun to like hear these stories again out loud. Because I'm like, man, like God really is providing. Um, So because Ian's in film, he also still takes a little side client work on top of this Miami job. So he gets hired to do a TV show called Small Town Christmas. And the... Um, production team hires me as well um, to do some camera work as well as some photography stuff. So we go on set and we're traveling for this TV show. While we're waiting to hear back from the agent and the buyers and sellers and see what's happening with this house, I believe we were in Pennsylvania or maybe Louisiana at the time when we heard the news that they accepted our offer. They literally accepted our offer, which was insane. So we were like, okay, we're moving back to Columbus, baby. So when we came back from set, we were like, we got to figure this out. We talked to Ian's boss and he gave us permission to, essentially he, he approved Ian to be a hybrid employee. So most of his work would be, you know, wherever he lived. And then two times a month, he'd have to come down to Oxford and, and be in person. We're like, this is perfect. My mental health's gonna go better. We never really found a church in the Cincinnati area that we were like, this is our place. So we were like, great, we have a church already we can go to, our families are here, community's here, let's do it. So this is all like our first year of marriage and just within one calendar year, we buy two houses, which is crazy. And so we pack our boxes, come up to Columbus, I'll also have to share the story of how we never actually sold that house. Um, We just became landlords. 
Okay, I'll just share it now. What what am I doing? We were packing up this house and I'm going, okay, we're going to have to like figure this out, you know, call the agent we bought with and sell it already. Or, you know, I know that's not going to be great for finances, but we could keep it for equity. But like, how do we rent a house? I don't know what to do. Literally, guys, the day we are packing up the boxes and loading them onto the U-Haul, this woman runs up to me and was like, are you guys moving? We were like, yeah. She's like, my, I think it's her grandpa. I think it's her grandpa. She was like, my grandpa lives right next door. We loved him. He was an amazing neighbor. And my mom lives over here. And I have been wanting to just move into this neighborhood for so long. And we would love to rent your house. And I was like, no way. Like, that's perfect. Let's let me walk you through it. And so this lady, I never even had to post a picture about it or, or put a flyer up. This woman and her family, like, are our current tenants. So we are landlords. <laughs> and so she, she lives in our home, which is just, just so cool. That we never had to, like, worry about that. It was, again, the Lord provideth. So that is the story of how we went from Hamilton, Ohio to Columbus, Ohio within a year, bought two houses, and now we're in Columbus. Ian's got this new hybrid approval. I'm now discerning whether or not I'm going to stay employed with my nonprofit. I really enjoyed their their work. It was a campus ministry and I was doing marketing work and graphic design work and all this stuff. But it was just kind of reaching that point where I was like, I'm also doing photography and I'm kind of getting more business in this realm. I don't know. Am I burning out at this job? I don't know. Prayed about it, talked about it for forever, did a lot of discernment kind of work with my community and just people around me and Ian. And I was like, okay, I think I'm going to, I'm going to leave. So this was like a, you know, five or six month process of me discerning all this. Finally get to the place where I'm like, okay, I'm going to step out of this role and make the scary decision to go full-time entrepreneur, you know, girly, whatever, jump into full-time wedding photography. So I let my, my supervisors know my job and eventually I think it was June 1st, 2022 that I transitioned away. While that was happening, you know, Ian kind of hears back from his um, job and they're like, hey, the supervisor that told you you could work hybrid doesn't work here anymore. I was like, what? Um, so he, he kind of transitioned to a different role. And so now there's a new supervisor. So Ian's like, okay, no big deal. And the new supervisor was like, I don't want you to work hybrid. <laughs> so yikes. And so we're like, oh no, like, what do you want us to do? And she basically was like, I need you here, like in the office, which isn't an unreasonable ask. But for a couple that just moved away because we got permission to do the hybrid thing, that was a little not cool. So Ian is driving down to Oxford, two-hour drive. He's waking up again at 5 a.m., driving back down multiple days a week um, for, I think, one or two months while I was, like, kind of in this weird zone with my job and about to leave. And so we get to this point where I put my two weeks in and I'm done, and now I'm full-time photography. It's June of 2022. And Ian's like, babe, I, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can keep, keep going this way. So I'm going to talk to my bosses. And I'm like, okay, you talk to those bosses because I just kind of quit my job. 
And he has a conversation with them and tried to meet in the middle and tried to find a way to make it work. And essentially, you know, his new supervisor was like, sorry, like we really need someone here. So one month after I quit my job, my husband goes, I think I need to quit my job. (laughs) And so then he did. And that was one of those times where looking back at it now, I'm like, we could have been so much more freaked out than we were. And I think the Lord protected our hearts from being bitter or being confused or like freaking the poop out because that really was kind of a scary moment of like, we are in charge of feeding ourselves and paying our bills and finding our next paycheck and finding the money that will keep us. And we have two mortgages (laughs) and a heck of a lot of student debt. Um, So that was a really weird time. It was really creepy. Not creepy. It was just like crazy. So we're both now, July of 2022, we are both now working for ourselves. And that was just not planned. And so we're just jumping in with, you know, all the feet in the puddle. We're just jumping. Um, yeah. And so then we started kind of going full force. Ian is in film. So he does commercial film. His dream is obviously more like narrative film and actual movies and storytelling Um, acting all that world but he has an amazing I just truly mean it like I'm really proud of my husband he is so intelligent when it comes to like camera gear editing um, just really highbrow like Hollywood level stuff Um, love you babe and sometimes that's a, a blessing and a curse because I really am like he he belongs in this like Hollywood level but a curse because we live in Ohio and it's not like moving to LA right now would be the answer to, you know, giving him all the work he needs. But he just knows so much that he's a really strong asset and team member when he's working with these teams that are making films and making high level commercials. Um, But that's just kind of few and far between in central Ohio. So he's finding the work that he can. He's getting on set as many times as possible. We're gearing up for season two of the small town Christmas show that we are a part of. And while that's happening, I'm jumping into wedding photography, like 110%. I'm like, this is my, this is how I'm going to live now. Like, this is how I need to make my money. So I also pivot a little into wedding education or photography education. And I start marketing towards that and getting some clients there. It was crazy, y'all. It was crazy. It still is crazy because that's exactly what we're doing right now. But we finish up that year and the small town Christmas show, I worked on set with them again. It took us to Alaska, which was really fun. It took us to Maryland, which was really fun. Um, I think there was an episode in Georgia. I wasn't a part of that one, but it was awesome. Like, we got to travel. We're making films. We're making movies. My husband's, like, filming a TV show casually. But what I think is so funny is, like, perception is online. Oh, my gosh. These people are, like, traveling left and right. We went to L.A. for a film shoot that year. Um, So it looks like, you know, pretty pictures with palm trees and in the Alaskan mountains and like that we live this amazing life. And in reality, we're like, we're working like we are traveling for work. Like it's still fun. And I think people can get the wrong idea about like, oh, you're working in film, but it's always just fun. Like photography is always fun and it is super fun. 
um, it's amazing to travel and work with your spouse. Like, what a blessing. But it's not like we're just sipping mojitos on the beach <laughs> or we're like hot toddies at the ski lodge. <laughs> like, we are working every single day when we're traveling and keeping track of gear, making sure we have our liability insurance in order. You know, there's so many stories. I have to have Ian on for an episode of just the horror stories of traveling with gear. You know, real quick one, we land in Alaska and realize half of Ian's gear got confiscated back in the Seattle airport and the shoot was in less than 12 hours. So things like that that you just have to like navigate. So it's not always like, you know, we're hanging out, having fun. It's a lot of late nights of loading up footage, editing stuff on last minute notice, shipping hard drives to the nearest FedEx, um, sliding off the road in the rental car, all these crazy little things. So... Oh, wait, I think my husband's calling me. Hi, baby. I'm doing my podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Love you, bye. You're okay? Are you on your way home? Yep. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Anyway, that was my boy. So, just a little fun reminder that when people are traveling for work, they're usually still working for work, too. So, yeah, we're still poor when we're traveling for work. Amazing. So that wraps up 2022 and we head into 2023 and immediately we have to put down our cat, which was so, so sad. I'll tell you that story on another day as well. Um, But then we're just here in our home and I look at the books and I go, all right, I've been, you know, full-time business owning as my full-time income for a little over a year at that point. No, that's not true. For seven months. Um, I've been doing photography for 11 years total, but at that point in time, I had only been doing it for seven months full time. So we're looking at the books and I'm like, I have a total of four weddings for the whole year. And though wedding photography does pay pretty well, um, there's a lot of overhead expenses people don't realize, especially when you're doing it at a professional level. And four weddings... I think that was like uh, $12,000, you know, like at that time I was like, that is not, that's nothing. That is no, that is zero money. That's a thousand dollars a month. That's not going to pay anything. So I fully just start praying with Ian and jumping into strategies. Probably should have spent more time praying to be honest. That's one of my flaws. But I start jumping into strategies. Like, what are we going to do? How am I going to get more clients? Let me throw some money, some time, some energy into marketing myself better. So do a lot of that work on the back end and then slowly and surely the books start to fill up, which is seriously, I know that, you know, I can say on one hand, do these marketing things and you'll see more results. And that can be true, but I choose to give the glory to God for that. That was literally Jesus providing clients and opportunities to fill the books and make an income. And it was such a blessing to be able to say that I had four weddings on the books at the beginning of 2023. And by the end, I think I had 18. I hit six figures that year. And then this coming year, 2024, I have 31 weddings. You guys, 31 weddings. I don't even know how I'm going to make that happen. It's fine. We'll figure this out. But I just think that that is truly God's hand over our inability to be faithful stewards of his 
like, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know. I just think we, me, I'll just say me, I am like so bad at being a Christian sometimes when it comes to like just trusting that God's going to do what he said he's going to do. That's the hard part. Or reading my Bible, cracking it open, doing all that. Um, And so it's just really, really humbling to be like, God still chose to provide for me, even though I'm kind of a hot mess. Amazing. Amazing. So that is kind of the story of how we went from newly married and basically broke to three years in and basically broke. (laughs) Just kidding. But like we ourselves take a small salary and leave most of it in our business accounts. So it genuinely does feel sometimes like, holy heck, like, are we doing enough? Like, do we have enough cash flow to like make this work? Um, But when we look at our business accounts and like structure things a little differently, it's just really humbling to be like, the Lord truly does provide. So that is kind of the overview of the last three years. (laughs) And I hope that's encouraging to someone out there. I hope that that encourages you if you are on the fence about being an entrepreneur or maybe got laid off of a job and have to kind of turn your side hustle or a passion into your profitable business. It is possible. It is possible. It's very, very exciting and very, I don't know, like spooky scary. (laughs) There's moments where I'm like, what? Should we just go get another like normal jobs? But then there's moments where it's a Wednesday afternoon and we're hiking through the Appalachian Mountains or we're literally in Acadia National Park or camping in Joshua Tree and I'm like this is my life this is our life like how beautiful that like we can decide when we you know take a day off or how much we make that month or you know where we spend our time it's it's a really really big blessing that I don't ever want to take take for granted. So anyway, if you have ever been wondering what the heck the last three years of our marriage have looked like, that is kind of, kind of the gist of it. So now we're here in present day. It is 2024, baby. We are still in our Columbus, Ohio home. And like I said before, we never sold the other home. We're actually landlords on that property too, which is really exciting. Maybe one of the little dreams I have is to be like an Airbnb mogul or whatever. Um, I don't know if that's anywhere near in the near future. It definitely takes a lot of work. Um, but right now it's kind of fun being landlords and building equity on a property and, you know, kind of being a a homemaker. (laughs) We are dinks. We don't have kids yet. Um, and that is funny too. I was thinking about how our perception on kids kind of changed before marriage. We were like, oh, we'll have to be married for like at least a year and then we can try. And then within that first year, I was like, whoa, like I can barely like exist mentally right now. Like there's no way we're adding kids into the mix. And then the second year we were like, uh, we don't have jobs. We can barely feed ourselves. And then the third year we were like, oh, okay, we're getting closer. We're getting closer, but it's definitely not here yet. So I just think that's hilarious that, I don't know, marriage humbles you and changes a lot of your, your mindsets. But Another cool thing about kids on the same note is that we used to be like maybe one or two and now we're like, who knows, maybe we'll have seven. Well, (laughs) so we'll see what happens, but that's on the future for now. Thank you for listening to this very long rambling of our life story. I hope it was encouraging to you. I will see you guys next Tuesday for the next episode of Indian Star. 
That's all. Thanks, guys. Bye. Oh, my hips hurt.